How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is fantasy football playoffs officially in the driver's seat. Or you officially heard this is a fantasy football show. You missed your playoffs, you're pissed, and you went right back to Christmas music. That's fine too. As long as you're in the spirit. A lot of not so good noon matchups today. It seems like that's the uh, the narrative this year. For the NFL is to just not have good afternoon games and just have great three o'clock games. But that's why fantasy football makes everything so great. For those of you last night that sat on your couch and watched New England versus the Colts and thought to yourself, damn it, I'm going to get all the way to the playoffs and Jonathan Taylor is going to get me nine points and then bang, 70-yard house call. Good for you. For those of you going against Jonathan Taylor, it's schmiz what it schmiz. It's tough, but that's what Jonathan Taylor does. Week in, week out, uh, it just never seems to fail, which is good, I guess. But again, that's why you get those guys on your roster. They're available late in the first round, early second round. But this is a Fantasy Football Sunday show brought to you by our friends at Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, eats, drinks, scenic views. Steven Serta will join us at 925 like he does every single week. Um, But yeah, what a crazy week in in football we're, we're into with rescheduling, with teams playing in different days of the week. Now you have football Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, a slate that is... Uh, incredible if you're into football because then you have Wednesday off, you get Thursday more football, Christmas Eve Friday, football Saturday, Sunday. So it just never stops uh, this time of year for football. But again, um, players out today per Adam Schefter. Some of these, it was funny, I was talking to Jay Binkley about this. Some of these players are obvious, and I don't understand why um, Adam Schefter continues to let us know this. Like we've known for quite some time that DeAndre Hopkins is not going to be playing football unless, of course, they get to the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. But again, players out Sunday, DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Swift, T. 
TJ Hawkinson, Daniel Jones, um, Carlos Hyde, Elijah Mitchell, still mentioning Calvin Ridley, who's out. Um, we would know for sure if he ever came back. Um, but yeah, he's out as well. Um, players that are expected to play Sunday, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Chase Edmonds, Michael Carter, uh, Miles Gaskin as well as those players expected to play today. Um, this is this is playoff time, right? This is the season that is um, the toughest part about fantasy football because you tend to um, get a little bit different the way you plug your rosters in. I'll talk to Steven Serta a little bit more about this to kind of give you the full aspect of this, but I can't emphasize this enough uh, before we get into the matchups of Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, but, but hear me out here real quick because this is kind of important. You, you got to play the matchup. Like you, you can't just play a guy that maybe has been great all year or, you know, has had a couple of good weeks and you're really, you've, you've got to play the matchup and sometimes that's going to, that's going to hurt you, but you got to give yourself the best possible chance because there is no next week. You know, you're probably playing for significant amount of money. You're probably playing for a trophy. Um, Obviously there's always bragging rights, but again, Playoff fantasy football, no time to no time to worry um, about if you if if this guy's going to work or not. Um, now every week I give you my locks. I think this week your locks at quarterback are Aaron Rodgers. I think I pair that with a receiver in Devonte Adams because they play the Ravens and the Ravens are. We'll get into this a little bit later when we get into the matchups, but the Ravens are at a point in the season where I think you start to see like the body deteriorate, right? Like the Ravens have survived everything all year. They've had great wins. They've had big wins. They've, you know, they've done well against injuries. And now Lamar Jackson is finally like to the point of like being beat up enough to where like you think that Harbaugh would be like, maybe this is the end. Like Sammy Watkins was placed on the COVID list. So he's out. Um, Hollywood Brown's going to play, but we're not really sure. He's listed as questionable. But uh, due to an illness is why he is questionable, but he's expected to play against the Packers. But Mark Andrews, he is my number one tight end this week. I think he is is a heavy, heavy, heavy play. The Packers are a sneaky good defense. They could only allow seven points. But again, there's nobody else there on the field other than Mark Andrews for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, The backfield's a mess. The quarterback situation's a mess. The wide receivers. Yes, Hollywood Brown is going to be expected to play, but obviously has uh, been out all week with an illness. But... Again, playoff season in fantasy football. Get it right or uh, or suffer uh, is the way that is the best way I can describe this. But like we do every single week, let's get into some matchups. Going to be a little weird this week, not talking about the Chiefs, but, you know, you're probably happy with the way the offense is playing now. Tyreek Hill. Double digit and catches in yards. Touchdown. Travis Kelsey sets the world on fire. 10 for 191. Two touchdowns. Maybe you're like me and you're like, well, it should have been 10 for 193 and three touchdowns. But either way you want to look at it, Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill. There you go. They all shine. First matchup of the day as we get into the 12 o'clock games, Carolina at Buffalo. The only thing I can really say about this game is that this game might be the game that gets the Bills right. This might be the game that that leads everything 
to the Buffalo Bills being that team. And what I mean by that is they saw New England lose last night. That maybe gives them some AFC East hopes again. Josh Allen is going to play, even though the ankle is a little bit uh, woozy, I guess. He was in a boot after last week's game. But he's going to play this week. And I get it. Carolina's defense is sneaky decent. They were one of the best defenses to start the season so long ago. But Carolina's busted. It's over. The season's over. They have nothing really to play for. Their number one player is injured again and out for the season again. Their quarterback situation is a mess. Until they go get Derek Carr next year. That'd be kind of nice. That's that's one Optimistics postseason venue I'd like to see. Man, if he could go there... DJ Moore, Chris McCaffrey, Derek Carr. He can prolong his career and get out of Vegas. You want to be in there. But Josh Allen versus soft defense. Stephon Diggs should be a big play here. It's been three weeks. This will be the third week if he doesn't get one without a touchdown. You've got to think he's going to be ready to go. Stephon Diggs, again, I think um, should have a big week. And he hasn't gone over 100 yards since week 10. So week 15, it's been five weeks, and we haven't seen him go over 100 yards since they played the New York Jets. I think that changes today. DJ Moore is an interesting play here. I'm not a huge fan of it because the quarterback situation is just a mess in Carolina, so it's hard to kind of gauge where DJ Moore goes, but he's going to be the number one target. He's going to get all the targets. Um, But if he's all you got, I guess you have to play him. But again, it's the playoffs. If you have DJ Moore and you have a guy like, I don't know, somebody that's on that fence line that you're like, I don't know who I should play. This DJ Moore might have to take the bench this week because I like Buffalo and I like Buffalo in a blowout. You probably have to play Chuba Hubbard. Um, but Buffalo, according to fantasy football, they're number seven when it comes to statistics against running backs in fantasy. So they've changed their... I guess their position from last year is Buffalo used to give up a ton of yards to running backs. But if you have Chuba Hubbard, you probably have to play him because you probably handcuffed him with Christian McCaffrey. When it comes to the next matchup, it is Houston at Jacksonville. My God. Um, I mean, the only airtime you should see of this game is, well, again, this is the revenge game. Right, We'll see how this team reacts to Urban Meyer, who thinks he's been cheated, thinks everything's fragile, but come on. Really? Like, Urban Meyer's going to play I Got Canceled card? He took a different flight. He had an extra couple drinks at a bar. He kicked a player, and he called his coaches effing losers. But he thinks he got canceled. No, Herb, you just suck. So this is the revenge game for the Jacks. Does this team react to Urban Meyer getting fired? I think so. You heard Trevor Lawrence's comments this week when he said it gives clarity in the locker room of where they're going forward. You drafted this guy number one overall, and then you gave him a poisonous mushroom and Urban Meyer. So maybe, and I still only think you can start James Robinson in this game. And for both teams, like I don't want to start Brandon Cooks. I don't want to start anybody on the Houston roster. I'm, I'm just, I don't want anything to do with it. But I would start James Robinson because I think he was the one guy that got really affected by this hiring of Urban Meyer, other than Trevor Lawrence, who lost DJ Shark earlier on in the season. 
LaVisca Chenault's kind of been a disappointment. You thought that he's he would go up in target shares because of that one game that he he did when DJ Shark went out, but that's not the case. James Robinson is a big play, and I know I say it every week. Start James Robinson this week. Play James Robinson this week. This is a week in which I think he will shine because they play a bad running defense in the Houston Texans, a bad team in general with the Houston Texans. They play at home. They want to rebel. They want to fire up against Urban Meyer. This is the game. The guy that eats is James Robinson. JR has a huge game this week. I truly believe that. I'm saying over 100 yards, at least two touchdowns for one James Robinson. And the next matchup we get to, it's Titans at Steelers. This is a confusing game. You know what Titans team is going to show up because they're the team that's just literally biting their fingernails and doing anything they can to survive to get to the playoffs. If they lose again this week, it gets really scary. I mean, they have to, they, they really need Ryan Tannehill to lead them. But this is also an interesting matchup because we have to figure out which Steelers team is going to show up. Is this the team that shows up with Ben Roethlisberger that has a little bit left in the tank? Doesn't really want to cancel out yet. Doesn't want to end this way. Wants to give it his last big hurrah. Or is this just the game in which Ben Roethlisberger shows that he is a retired, washed up Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback? It's weird because they kind of come together in the second half every single week. Ben Roethlisberger will throw like a pick, get sacked. And then the second half, he'll have 20 completions for 250 yards and two touchdowns. And he'll find Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson. So I don't know which one's going to show up. That's the gamble you have with this team and this roster until Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Optimistic reason number two next year could get wild. But you have to play those guys. This is why you draft them, for their boom uh, capability. Chase Claypool can do anything. His yak is is outstanding. His target shares are great. Deontay Johnson doesn't drop the ball this year. His target shares are great. And you know Ben Roethlisberger is going to go down swinging. He's not going to not throw the football. Najee Harris has had everything is advertised. He gets tons of touches in the backfield. He gets tons of target shares when it comes to the passing game. So I think that in this week, you have to start Deontay Johnson. You have to start Chase Claypool. And you have to start Najee Harris. Those guys are as advertised. They have such big boom capability. Now, granted, yes, there's going to be bust capability. But you drafted Claypool and Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris very, very high for this very reason to get you through the playoffs. And this week, they get a soft Tennessee team. A defense that is not the greatest and could give up big plays and big yardage chunks to the Steelers offense if the right Steelers team shows up. When it comes to Arizona-Detroit, this is exactly what it sounds like. A heavy, heavy stream game for Arizona, but there is some, there is some questions in this game. When it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, running back James Conner, according to Adam Schefter, is listed as questionable for the game due to an ankle injury. He is expected to play versus the Lions, but Arizona will now have Conner and Chase Edmonds fresh off the IR available, and it is DeAndre Hopkins' uh, list offense. So this is an interesting way to see how they want to handle this week against Detroit. This is a game in which Arizona should easily survive against Detroit. This is a game in which Chase Edmonds is back, which means that maybe they can give James Conner a rest. 
Ankle injuries are always interesting to me when it comes to the running back position because, yes, they might feel great leading up to game time. Well, that's because they haven't put a lot of work on that ankle during the practice week. So it's kind of tough to gauge how they want to use James Conner. And if there's anything that we've seen during Arizona's success without Kyler Murray, without DeAndre Hopkins, James Conner stepped up in a big, big way and was this team's MVP. With Colt McCoy at quarterback and things going weird, they leaned on James Conner, and James Conner was a huge success. And if there's one thing that we saw James Conner do while Chase Edmonds was the main guy in the backfield for the Arizona Cardinals, James Conner was just stealing touchdowns. Now, this is an interesting play because James Conner has been banged up and out all week in practice with this ankle injury. Now he's a questionable play for Sunday, but Chase Edmonds coming back, he seems to be the more healthy option. This is where I have to give you the thing when it comes to fantasy football. Do you play James Conner? Me personally, I don't. I sit James Conner this week, and I let Chase Edmonds be the guy. Now I get it. You can follow me at Twitter, at Dusty Likens. If you lose this week, and James Conner has like two touchdowns and 80 yards and 40 yards receiving, and and you want to cuss me uh, from Sunday to next Sunday, that's fine. But personally, what I preach is you have to get it right this week in fantasy football to prolong your success in the playoffs. James Conner scares me too much to start this week. Ankle injuries freak me out. Chase Edmonds coming back as a red flag. I think he gets the majority of the shares when it comes to the backfield success. When it comes to the Lions, no. There's nobody you should play. Cowboys, Giants, this one's tough because I've seen the weather reports in New York. It looks like it's just brutally cold in New York. But this is the C.D. Lamb game, folks. This is the game in which you see the guy from Oklahoma who tends to come in and is going to take over the number one receiving role in Dallas, an explosive offense that should have an explosive day, and C.D. Lamb, I think, should lead the charge. He's a guy I think goes off this week. That bodes well for Dak Prescott owners as well. This should be a good week for Dallas Cowboys players. Tony Pollard's back. Zeke Elliott should do okay. Dalton Schultz should have a big week. And Amari Cooper as well. But if this old can't get going against this Giants team on this Giants defense, I don't know what to tell you. Then they're screwed. Because last week you thought Dak Prescott would light the world on fire and Well, he stunk it up against the Washington football team. But I think Dallas is going to win this game by 25. Easily. Dallas has got to start getting it right as their playoff picture is starting to come more and more focused. This Giants team is without Daniel Jones. This Giants team is completely beat up. I think Dallas wins, and I think Dallas wins big on the road against a divisional team in the Giants and also... When it comes to the Giants, you can't start anybody on that team either way. I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, well, Kenny Galladay. Yeah, he's had tons of targets in the last week, but he's not turning those targets into anything productive. Eight targets last week, three catches. You can't start Kenny Galladay. You cannot start anybody when it comes to the New York Giants offense because they're that terrible. But again, if it wasn't for Devontae Adams and his matchup, CeeDee Lamb would be my number one start at wide receiver this week when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys and it comes to fantasy football. I mentioned once again the fantasy football world and the NFL world has kind of been turned on its axis a little bit. 
because there's two games Monday, two games Tuesday. There was a game Thursday. There was a game on Saturday night last night. You're welcome, Jonathan Taylor owners, who continue to play him week in, week out. When we come back, we'll talk to Steven Serta. We'll also get into the 3 o'clock games. I'm Dusty Likens. This is a Fantasy Football Sunday show here on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by our friends at Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. It's Grant Nicholson. It's Dusty Likens. Steven Serta next on a Fantasy Football Sunday. You're listening to Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Back in on a Fantasy Football Sunday on 610 Sports Radio. Grant Nicholson, Dusty Likens here. Jay Southland, Toe Service, text line 913-576-7610. We'll have Steven Serta here in just a moment. And you can ask him questions, and I promise you I'll read them to him. Get to that point in your fantasy football season where you just... You're checking the the game every five minutes, your matchup, even though you know how to do math and you know how to you know how to get everything uh, 
ready for your for your week. You know what you're doing. You know why you have to do it. You know why you need to play these guys. You know what a touchdown point is, but yet you still somehow find yourself going back and looking at the score because you're that nervous or you're that excited. Well, get it right. Listen in. Follow Steven Serta. Follow myself. We'll try to get you guys set up uh, for a legit um, run in the playoffs. Uh, but to give you some some advice moving forward, you, you maybe don't start guys like Lamar Jackson today, even though you think in the back of your head it's Lamar Jackson. Why would I not start Lamar Jackson, according to Adam Schefter? Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson is dealing with a bone bruise in his ankle. It's not an ankle sprain, per source. Jackson's never missed an NFL game during his four-year career due to injury. He has missed two during to, due to illness. Um, earlier in the week, the Ravens did not expect Lamar Jackson to be able to play Sunday and still might have to be might be a tough time doing it for sources. But Jackson was moving around better in practice during this weekend, raising some hopes. However, unlikely he could make it back. If he does, you still can't start him. We are now joined by Steven Serta. And Serta, one thing I will ask you is, just how important is it to put bias aside during these next few weeks in the playoffs, even though you think you hear Lamar Jackson might miraculously start, you still can't start a guy like that, can you? No, I mean, you should have been making other plans this week. Because <laughs> um, even if he goes, I, I'm worried about his mobility. I, I'm worried about... Lamar Jackson being able to do the things that make Lamar Jackson special. And the big problem, even if he does go, you'd say, well, you know, he could still pass the football. He's still a a competent quarterback like that, and he can put up fantasy numbers like that. But when you look at Lamar Jackson's passing numbers over the last month or six weeks or so, they're just not very good. Their, Their passing offense just has not been good all around and the thing that's been saving him fantasy wise is his legs and his passing numbers are kind of comparable to like Ben Roethlisberger on the (laughs) entire season so if Lamar Jackson can't do what Lamar Jackson does I'm really worried about him and there's a lot of quarterback options today that I would be fine putting in ahead of Lamar Jackson if he winds up not being able to go. I think this week was kind of interesting because it, it, it's always interesting to me uh, when I do my fantasy football draft because I do kind of get that nerdy where I do look at weeks 14 through 16 when I draft guys because I want to know what those matchups are in case or I do plan on getting to the playoffs. And it seems like this week we saw that with the Chiefs and that offense. You see it with Jonathan Taylor against New England. I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of people out there hanging on the balance of like, is this going to happen to me? Like Jonathan Taylor's going to have, you know, nine points, 10 points, and then bang, 70-yard touchdown run against the Patriots. Are we capable of saying to ourselves that like this time of the year, maybe it's just because of the end of the year, or is are these guys fully back? Do you trust that Chiefs offense? And, and do you continue to just know that Jonathan Taylor is going to do it week in and week out? Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that you plugged your Chiefs in on, on Thursday Night Football because you only should have been playing really, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Clyde was an option. I think Daryl kind of still was an option, but you're not playing any of their other wide receivers. So, yes, and I hope you started Jonathan Taylor because under no circumstances should you be benching him. And me and you actually talked about this 
through text a little bit yesterday. Yeah. The Patriots' defense is really good, but they're not as good against the run. Their pass defense has been elite all season long, but they've been giving up rushing yards all year, and so Jonathan Taylor doing what he did to them last night was not shocking at all. I think one of the things I want to talk about with you this week is is how teams can kind of react towards losing a coach. Now, now I'm not saying that Vegas is is was in that situation because their coach wasn't really a, a a-hole like the Jacksonville Jaguars coach. If you were a betting man today, would you take the over or under of James Robinson on 100 yards and one touchdown because they play a team that is arguably maybe the worst, if not the second worst team against the run, and a team that is ready to shine without that guy in their locker room? Do you think this is a big, big day uh, for one James Robinson finally to, to kind of give those people that are in fantasy playoff mode, like, well, you're telling me to you trust the matchup. This is a matchup I think I'm telling people to trust is James Robinson versus Houston. What say you, Steven Serta? Yeah, I think you have to play him today under the idea that this team's going to rally now without Urban Meyer. I mean, to, to be just totally honest about this Jacksonville Jaguars team, they're just one of the least talented teams in the NFL. But... You know, we saw them beat the Buffalo Bills earlier this year, and they can give you some problems defensively. Like, they're not great anywhere, but their defense has played a little bit better than they get credit for. So I, I think this is actually going to be a, a bad game for the Houston Texans today because I do think that those guys are going to rally a little bit. And James Robinson should get a ton of carries. It's a fantastic matchup. We saw what Rashad Penny did to them Last week, he absolutely torched them, and James Robinson's fully capable of that. Now, hopefully you weren't in a league like I was in where we didn't push the playoff start back, and so we started right. the playoffs last week, and I started James Robinson, and I got eliminated from the playoffs already. So hopefully this week is the first week of your playoffs, and you get that monster performance from James Robinson that you need. It is funny that you say that because in both of my leagues – that happened. Like in my season long leagues, both leagues happened and uh, we're like deep into the playoffs in one of them. I'm wondering, is that something that like, how do you explain that move? Like you just had a commissioner that was lazy and didn't push it back because it happened in both of mine too. Uh, I mean, all my other ones got pushed back in this one. We didn't really realize it until you got that notification that said, reminder, your playoffs start next week. And the commissioner was just like, oh, I, I, I just forgot about it. So uh, hopefully your commissioner's better than my commissioner is. And you didn't forget about it. Uh, and this is the first week of your playoffs. If you're lucky, you're on a bye because of everything that we're dealing with COVID-wise, all the rescheduling that's going to drag these fantasy matchups out until Tuesday. Uh, hopefully your team was good enough to get a bye and you just got to skip all of this because they changed the COVID protocols. So I would imagine next week we're going to get a lot less of these additions to the COVID list. One thing I want to ask you about that's kind of driven me crazy this year is because this guy was kind of like my sleeper pick and it it started to slowly but surely make me look like a genius. And that is Mr. Williams in Denver. And now all of a sudden we're seeing Denver uh, kind of split the carries between Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. And it's, it's kind of frustrating um, because it's clearly obvious who is better than the other, but there's touchdown steals going down because Melvin Gordon just like won't go away. What do you do in a situation? If you have one of the other this week, when both of them were listed as questionable and are a questionable play today, I assume both will play against Cincinnati. You and I both kind of talked about this. 
Um, this is kind of like my big game this week. I'm, I'm very interested in Cincinnati versus Denver. I hope it doesn't fail. It's a 3 o'clock game, and I, I kind of wonder what your opinion is when it comes to both of these running backs and this game today between these two teams. Well, you start both of them. Um, you know, early in the season, before Melvin Gordon missed that game against Kansas City where Javante Williams went absolutely nuts, like this has just been the problem with them all year long. And Melvin Gordon is generally just getting more carries than Javante Williams is, but Melvin Gordon's been a serviceable fantasy running back, and, and he's a good player. He's just not as good as Javante Williams is. Like, I, I think I speak for a lot of people when I say Javante Williams looks like he has legitimate RB1 superstar potential if he gets that type of workload. He's just not going to get that type of workload as a rookie, as we've seen all year. But the Broncos are going to run the football because they're not particularly good at passing it. So I think you have to start both of them because the real thing that's killed this offense, and it, it's, a, it's a major bummer because he's a player that I absolutely love, right. is Jerry Judy returning. It's Since Jerry Judy came back, nobody's getting a large enough target share in this passing attack for you to put them in your fantasy lineup. And so, you know, Jerry Judy might wind up with a decent game today, but he hasn't scored a touchdown on the season. He's totally ruined the fantasy value of Cortland Sutton to the point where he's totally droppable this late in the season. And, and Noah Fant is basically splitting snaps with Albert O. So you can't trust anybody in this passing offense. Right. But I, I will say that... I would assume the Broncos are going to have to throw a little bit more against the Bengals, but what's working in their favor and the fact that they want to run the football so much is that the Bengals kind of get off to slow starts. Like The Bengals tend to struggle a little bit to get going early in the game, and then they kind of get in a rhythm, and Joe Burrow starts hitting those big plays downfield to T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. So I, I think the Bengals are going to win this game, and I think they're going to put up points, but I think that early on the Broncos are still going to be able to run, and I don't trust any of these Broncos pass catchers. So with my season on the line in the fantasy playoffs, I'm totally avoiding that passing attack, but I would still plug and play Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams if I have them in my lineups. Guys like um, Lamar Jackson obviously out this week. Uh, who is Who's like maybe one of those – probably available quarterback so you could sneak in this week that maybe you like on a or even like a daily fantasy that's like a cheap play that could get you some solid points because to me the obvious answer screams Tua but maybe you have a different quarterback in mind that you could stream this week or somebody that you might have to play because of a guy like Lamar Jackson being out yeah like I mentioned I think there's actually a lot of options today if you've got Lamar and it sounds like he's not going to go and, and you're worried about what to do and he's got a mid-afternoon game so you probably got to make that call early right because if he does not go at, at 325 you're going to miss out on some of these options that are playing at noon today and I, I think Tua is a strong option I, I also like Jimmy Garoppolo who has quietly like put together some very solid outings recently He's got a couple of touchdowns in multiple games over the last month. He's got kind of a safe floor. And against the Atlanta Falcons, their pass defense isn't anything to write home about. So I think Jimmy G is a guy who's available in a ton of leagues. And he's super affordable on DraftKings if you want to get him into your lineup. I also like Ben Roethlisberger. Um, you know, I have gone the entire year basically saying just don't put him in your lineup. 
But Ben's actually been pretty good over the last month. He's got multiple touchdown passes in four of his last five games. And he gets the Tennessee Titans, who simply just can't play competent offense right now because of all the injuries that they've suffered this season. Their defense is still playing decent, but their secondary is just not very good. And Ben's been playing better. I think that if it came down to Tua, Jimmy G, or Ben in my fantasy playoff matchup, I think I would go Tua just because I like his matchup, then Jimmy G, then Ben. But I think Ben Roethlisberger is a, 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 totis, a, a totally serviceable start today if you're that desperate. Is this the week that, that the Dallas offense figures it out? Because to me it screams that this is every Dallas player, plug, go, let it ride because they play a New York, a New York Giants team that is obviously very bad, but obviously without a lot of players as well, even though it's on the road. But last week was concerning because they played that Washington team and Dak didn't really do much of anything for a lot of people. Is the concern level low or should it be high with this Dallas offense? Um, It's probably medium, I I think, (laughs) right now. So Dak Prescott's been bad the last two games. And if you manage to survive that in your fantasy lineups, then... I find it hard to imagine that you've got another quarterback who's got more upside than Dak Prescott does because we know when he's on, he can be just a total fantasy monster. So I think you still have to put Dak into your lineup. It's just like the splits when Tyron Smith is not on the field for the Dallas Cowboys are a legitimate thing with Dak Prescott. His numbers just generally aren't as good throughout his entire career when he does not have that stud along the offensive line uh, protecting him. And then, you know, the running game hasn't been very good because Zeke's banged up, Tony Pollard's banged up, and it sounds like Pollard's going to go. But, like, you can't put Pollard in your fantasy lineups today because he might be limited and you have no idea how much he's going to play. I also feel like that injury is worse than the Cowboys are really letting on. I don't know why they're trying to rush Pollard back when they could just kind of rest him and just try to win out and get into the playoffs. But... Mm -hmm. It sounds like it sounds like they're going to do that. Um, you know, C.D. Lamb's got a safe floor here. Amari Cooper's been a disappointment, but Michael Gallup has been okay since coming back from injury. I think you still got to play all those guys, and I think you still got to play Dalton Schultz, who had a monster game against the Giants when they played earlier this season. You got to hope that this Cowboys offense just figures it out, and it's against the New York Giants, so you hope that. If they can do it against any defense, they can do it against the New York Giants and, and just put together a strong performance for you today. Serta, uh, scale of 1 to 10, how good was the new Spider-Man movie? Uh, I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. I feel like you're a tough critic. Um, it's No, I, it's, it's fantastic. Okay. I, I, I'm not trying to downplay it. It's everything that you want it to be as a Spider-Man fan. There's a lot of there's a lot of holes. I feel like you can poke in the story a little bit. It got it got a little overstuffed. It got a little overcomplicated. But at the end, it pays off in every way that you absolutely want it to. So like as a fan, there were some times where I was just like cackling in the movie theater. But it, it's fantastic. It's fun. You absolutely got to go see it. I just am being a little bit tough on, on some of the more like like small microscopic things. About Will the movie. you see Overall, it again? It's fantastic. Will you go watch it again? Oh, yeah. I'm for sure going to go see it again. <laughs> what do you have uh, We have on the slate today and then moving forward on a, on a somewhat busy day, but also just like congratulations to you. It's like the greatest – this has got to be the greatest Christmas of your life when it comes to uh, the NFL. 
Yeah, so our Chiefs coverage was done on Thursday this week. So this is, I think, the first NFL Sunday of the entire season where I can just kind of sit around and be a slob and watch football all day. So uh, I'm going to enjoy it. Hopefully I'm going to win some fantasy playoff matchups, and I hope you guys do too. If you want to ask me any lineup questions ahead of kickoffs, you can on Twitter at Steven Serta. But other than that, I'm probably going to go to a buddy's, order a pizza, and just be gross and watch football for like 12 hours straight. Sounds good. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week, and uh, hope you have a good Christmas, and good luck with your fantasy lineups moving forward as well, Mr. Serta. All right. Talk to you next week, Dusty. Thank you. Steven Serta, once again, every week, it is a fantasy football playoff edition on the Fantasy Football Show here on 610 Sports Radio. If I could just talk and get it out right, that would be nice. Uh, it is brought to you by our friends at Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. Three o'clock games, Monday night games, and Tuesday night games all when we come back before we get you out of here on a Fantasy Football Sunday. You're listening to Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Back in on a 610 Sports Radio Fantasy Football Sunday show brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, each drink scenic views. You think this is the day, Grant, that like every guy is doing his Christmas shopping? No Chiefs game, or at least in this area, no Chiefs game, a real bad 12 o'clock slate football session, and you're kind of running out of time. We're six days away from the holiday. Doesn't matter to me. I got mine all done already. Okay, good for you. I'm ready to go. You're good. You're out in the clear. So you're Steven Serta level. You're just on the couch, feet up, pizza, fantasy football. I'm not moving. Okay. You're uh, your Wildcats in a bowl game this year? Yeah, they're in the bowl game. Okay. Texas Bowl. Texas Bowl. The last bowl before the national championship. Huh? Prime time. Prime time. Skylar Thompson's 10th year at K-State. That's good. That you know. Who are they playing in the Texas Bowl? They've got... LSU, the Tigers. Are you worried? I mean, it's it's a bowl game. Yeah. I'm not worried. LSU's obviously got good players, but it's not like Joe Burrow's running out there. That's true. 
or Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That probably would make you win a, a championship in college. Uh, you should have three of those guys, basically all those guys on your fantasy rosters, uh, some of which we'll be talking about here very shortly. Um, again, if you missed it earlier, as we gave you all the the ins and outs on uh, on the news today, I was kind of joking earlier that Jay Binkley and I were talking about this earlier about how Schefter reminds you that guys like Christian McCaffrey are going to be out this week. And guess what? He's going to be out next week, too. Uh, the name that stuck out the most was, was, was Cal Ridley this week. Well, yeah, I think that we'd know if Cal Ridley was going to play, they'd announce it um, probably way back in the day-day. Um, but again, some guys that are questionable. Uh, Tony Pollard, questionable due to a foot injury, is expected to play against the Giants. Uh, James Conner, listed as questionable, expected to play against uh, the Lions. But again, it's the Lions. The, the, the Cardinals ought to win this game. That's why to me the NFL is so confusing. And I promise we'll get into the rest of the slate because we'll run out of time. I, I guarantee you that. But guys like James Conner, who have been good all year, been a key point in this in the success for the Cardinals, and somebody who really filled the void while Chase Edmonds was out, now Chase Edmonds is back off the IR. He's a full go, can totally play. They're playing the Detroit Lions. You don't have to think to yourself, is this going to be a tough game? And yet they're going to be like, well, we'll see if James Conner can go. Just give him the day off. I just give him, just give him a break uh, as you move forward into the playoffs. But maybe they will, maybe they don't. Me personally, I'm not starting James Conner today. Uh, Sammy Watkins, also COVID list for the Ravens. And Jimmy Smith, uh, corner for the Ravens, just got put on the COVID list and protocol. DeAndre Hopkins, obviously out for the Cardinals, so you don't have to worry about that moving forward. But more players uh, that are out this uh, this Sunday include DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson, Daniel Jones, uh, Carlos Hyde, Elijah Mitchell, Calvin Ridley. Obviously, we just made the the, the, the status about that. He's been out for a while due to uh, uh, just, just got to get things right with him personally. Um, but then players that are expected to play today, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Chase Edmonds, Michael Carter, Miles Gaskin, who was on the COVID list, now goes against the 32nd-ranked rush defense in the New York Jets. So I think Miles Gaskin should be in all of your lineups and should start uh, moving forward. But as we do, uh, after we talk to Serta, we get into the 3 o'clock matchups. This is my game of the week. It's got lots of juice in it when it comes to fantasy football. Bengals, Broncos, it's in Denver. Joe Burrow taking his talents, I guess, to Colorado, if you want to say. Um, I like the action that could that this game could give us. Broncos looking to bounce back um, after a big emotional win last week. Um, but I'm pissed about their backfield. Javonta Williams and Melvin Gordon, it shouldn't be this way. They ought to just let Williams carry everything moving forward. Let him be in the passing game. Let him be in the running game. Use Melvin Gordon on third downs and third down only. But what will happen is they'll use Williams for a full drive. Then they'll use Melvin Gordon. Then they'll let Williams go all the way down the field, and they'll put Melvin Gordon in for a touchdown. It's very interesting. But it is what it is. That's what the Broncos are going to do. So I think, like Steven Sertis said earlier, you just have to start them both, even though I wish the Broncos would just let Williams eat. That's how they're going to get better whenever they're ready to admit that. Tim Patrick has been the guy this year when it comes to their passing game. I get it. We just talked about it. Since Jerry Judy's come back, that uh, passing offense has 
kind of just been sporadic. No one really has taken the charge. Cortland Sutton, like Steven Sertis said, is droppable. It's interesting to hear, but, I mean, you can't start him this week. It's the playoffs. You can't get it wrong. That's the narrative in this show. You cannot get it wrong because it is, in fact, the playoffs because you don't play next week if you lose. You miss out on the money. You miss out on the trophy, the bragging rights, whatever it may be. Tim Patrick has been great. He's the only receiver that I'm starting if I have to when it comes to the Denver Broncos. As for Cincinnati, this is going to be a sprint, and their big guys are going to show out. Jamar Chase, Jim, uh, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow. A very stackable lineup if you want to do it. Jamar Chase obviously costs the most. Joe Mixon would then cost the second most, but then you could go get T. Higgins and Joe Burrow if you wanted to stack Cincinnati. Denver does have a good defense. It's very good against the passing game. It'll be interesting to see how they handle Jamar Chase or if they will be able to handle Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Joe Mixon all at the same time. Joe Burrow, kind of a slow starter, but once he gets kind of on the same page, they're kind of the opposite. The first 12 plays tend to be scripted. That works out for most teams, and then it kind of goes awry. It's the opposite for the Bengals. They kind of adjust better than most teams. But again, Mixon, Higgins, Burrow, and Chase, you have to start him. Tim Patrick's dealing receiver option. I'm starting and when it comes to the backfield for the Broncos. I guess you have to start Gordon and you have to start Williams, which is very frustrating if that's your backfield. <laughs> Next matchup is the Falcons and the Niners. This is a battle of the flex. Whose flex is better? Cordell Patterson, Devo Samuel. Devo Samuel's been a stud. Cordell Patterson's been the waiver wire, waiver wire find of the year when it comes to um, fantasy football. Cordell Patterson completely revamped his career this year, which is weird because he's 32 years old. It hasn't really worked like it has in Atlanta anywhere else, and he's had multiple opportunities. New England, Chicago, Minnesota. It just didn't work out anywhere. Then he goes to Atlanta, and boom. Cordell Patterson's a stud, and he's a must-start every single week in fantasy because he's just got so much volume, and his volume and his boom is just absolutely through the roof. When it comes to the Niners, Debo Samuel's been great. He's been their answer. This year, the question looms, who is going to be the guy when it comes to the 49ers backfield? Well, it's Debo Samuel, and he's also been the guy when it comes to wide receivers. Brandon Ayuk was a guy that a lot of people took a chance on and took a gamble late in the drafts this year, thinking that he could have a lot of high volume in this offense. And Jimmy Garoppolo is a sleeper quarterback that maybe you could plug in and stream in certain matchups. Well, if that comes true today, Debo Samuel is a guy that I think has to start every week in every lineup. And Jimmy Garoppolo, as Serta agrees, is a guy that ever since this next guy we're going to talk about has come back, Garoppolo's been great. And that guy's George Kittle. George Kittle, the last two weeks, insane. I get it, but let's also think it's only been two weeks. So if for some reason George Kittle only has, oh, I don't know, 100 yards this week in a touchdown and only gets you 26 fantasy points, I'm sorry that he's not going to get you 30 points like he has the last previous few weeks. George Kittle coming back has made this offense better for the San Francisco 49ers, and he's also made Jimmy Garoppolo better. These numbers the last few weeks are astonishing. He's got 37 targets in the last two weeks for a total of 22 catches. So 22 on 37. He, two weeks ago, he had 181 yards. Last week, he had 151 yards. Two touchdowns the previous week. A touchdown last week. He's averaging 33 points in the fantasy world. George Kittle has been on fire. 
And his matchup gets better and better every week. This week it's Atlanta. Next week it's Tennessee. And the following week it's Houston. So fantasy playoff people that have George Kittle that sat on George Kittle all season long and just waited for it to come alive, well, it's paid off for you. But also remember, two weeks is a very small sample size when it comes to George Kittle's numbers and the San Francisco 49ers. But Jimmy Garoppolo, a hell of a stream this week if you have a guy like Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Packers, Ravens, not much I can say about this. Mark Andrews is the only guy you ought to be playing for the Ravens, even though Hollywood Brown's going to be a starter. It's not going to be a good day for him. Mark Andrews is going to get at least 15 targets um, when it comes to Huntley being the quarterback over Lamar Jackson, who probably is not going to play. Even if he is going to play, you cannot start Lamar Jackson this week. Big Packers game. Devontae Adams, my must-start at wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers is my must-start at quarterback when it comes to uh, fantasy football this week. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, big, big, big weeks. Aaron Jones could be a big play this week as well, but this is the A.A. Ron week as I think he throws for 350 and four touchdowns, and the Packers solidify themselves as the number one seed in the NFC. (laughs) The next matchup is the Sunday night football matchup that we got this year also. We get it again this week as well. Saints at Bucks, Sunday night football. Last time they played, Tom Brady threw for 375, had four touchdowns, but he had two big interceptions. One was a pick six. So the defense on both these teams, pretty legit. They don't allow anybody to run. So maybe not a big rushing number attack for Alvin Kamara. And maybe not a big rushing attack for Leonard Fournette. The positive side with both of those guys is they're very effective in the passing field. Alvin Kamara leads all running backs and targets over the last three years when it comes to catching out of the backfield. He's a monster. He's also all the Saints have. Alvin Kamara is a smash, smash start this week in fantasy football as he has to be moving forward in your playoffs uh, as you have no time for mistakes. The other guy that's a big one is Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin has eight the last time they played the New Orleans Saints. He had eight for 140 in a touchdown. If you need any more clarification when it comes to Chris Godwin, he has 32 targets over the last two weeks from Tom Brady, and he's been absolutely insane, and that's not going anywhere. Tom Brady and Chris Godwin, they are in sync. They are moving forward. You can see that they have this uh, connection moving forward. And then Mike Evans, always you start him every single week. Brady, Evans, Godwin, Fournette. Other side of the ball, Alvin Kamara. And that's probably it for me when it comes to the Saints. If you want to start Taysom Hill, I get it. It's fine. But again, the Bucs, good defense. I can see them making him nervous when they go play at Tampa this week. Again, not in the dome. Sean Payton being out also kind of scary as Sean Payton is in the COVID protocol. Last few matchups, Monday night, you get Raiders at Browns, you get Vikings at Bears. Hunter Renfro, Nick Chubb, that's all you're starting when it comes to the Raiders and Browns. I'm serious, there's no other play. Renfro has been outstanding since Darren Waller has gone out. Hunter Renfro has been as advertised. Hell, he's been that way since he's been at Clemson 17 years ago. Hunter Renfro was a stud at Clemson. He's been a stud for the Raiders, and moving forward, Hunter Renfro should be a third or fourth round pick in fantasy football managers next year. I'm dead serious. Hunter Renfro is a stud. The targets are heavy. Derek Carr loves Hunter Renfro. And if Hunter Renfro and Derek Carr stay together next year, if Derek Carr doesn't go to Carolina or some team like that and get out of Vegas, which could happen, Hunter Renfro and Derek Carr are going to continue to be uh, favorable matchups or a favorable team moving forward in fantasy football. Vikings, Bears, this seems like a Justin Jefferson type of game with Adam Thielen continue to be out. Justin Jefferson's volume goes up. His targets go up. Everything is positive for Justin Jefferson. Dalvin Cook, 
obviously a starter for you. And when it comes to the Bears, I'm going to start D. Montgomery, and I'm going to start Jay Fields. This could be a good Jay Fields game because if we know one thing about Minnesota, they play really well defensively for a half, and then they let you come back and possibly beat them in the second half. When it comes to the, the Tuesday night games, Seattle versus the Rams. Everybody for the Rams because everybody's off the COVID list. Odell Beckham is a start. Matt Stafford is a start. Cooper Cup, obviously, and Henderson. When it comes to the Seattle, Se- Seattle Seahawks, just DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett, yes, but I don't know if I'm starting Russell Wilson just because of where he's been up and down. Washington, Philadelphia, honestly, who cares? This has been a Fantasy Football Sunday show brought to you by our friends at Twin Peaks. Eat, drinks, scenic views. Coming up next, it's Jay Binkley. He'll have Nick Schrute join him. He'll have Ron Kopp join him of Arrowhead Pride as they talk to you all about what is the NFL and Jay Binkley's favorite Christmas because it's NFL for the next nine out of ten days. I'm dead serious. Merry Christmas, Jay Binkley. Merry Christmas, Grant Nicholson. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Kansas City. Have a good Sunday. I'm out. Take care. Jay Binkley next on a big Sunday. You're listening to Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.